saw you have a bunch of hobbies that you've woven into your life. So, you know, my mother always told me that, that, you know, if you found what you love to do, what you would do for free, become one of the top three at it, and you should be able to be a, make a living doing that, and you'll never work. Today, I get to speak with Cuddy Mack. He's the creator of the six-week Super You program, which uses fitness and nutrition to propel people to their best daily. Clients and audiences alike have affectionately dubbed Cuddy as the fitness philosopher for his unique ability to share straightforward, science-based expertise paired with inspirational philosophies that connect with people on a personal level. So let's learn more and dig into this episode. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Cody, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Uh, it's no problem. It's great to be here, man. Thank you so much again for coming on. And my apologies for having you wait. Super excited to have you on here. So let's get right into it and talk about what got you started. Give us a little intro on what you're doing, where are you coming from, and what's going on with you. All right, so my name is Kuti Mack, and uh, it's K-U-T-I-M-A-C-K. I'm a personal trainer, nutritionist, and motivational speaker. Um, I've been dubbed the fitness philosopher because I kind of meld all of that, and really my whole purpose in life, but definitely as a vocation, is to just help people be their best. My company's Be Your Best Daily, BYBD. And uh, whether it's talking somebody through something, helping them through something in terms of reaching their fitness goals or helping them get healthier from the inside out via nutrition, that's where I come in. Professionally, I started and I saw you have a bunch of hobbies that you've woven into your life. Yes. Um, so, you know, my mother always told me that, that, you know, if you found what you love to do, what you would do for free, become one of the top three at it. Mm -hmm. And you should be able to be a, make a living doing that and you'll never work. So I've been fortunate in that regard that as a professional, I've always worked in fields that, that really cater to who I was and what I did anyway. So coming fresh out of college, I got right into the music business and I was a, I was a record label executive for a number of years, like for a while, and probably still kept one toe in it all the way up until maybe about, well, I guess you could argue still now because I, I'm still a voting member for the Grammys. So the Grammys are coming up, I'm, I'm vo I vote for that. I was a manager of various artists up until 2018. So, um, but as far as what I do currently, I started as a record label exec. While I was a record label executive, my dad had fallen um, ill due to a blood pressure incident and was unbeknownst to us that he had blood pressure as a health issue. I think he may have known and just mm -hmm. maybe didn't grasp the severity of it. Maybe saw it as, oh, it's like cholesterol or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. And, but what happened was he had an incident that almost killed him and wow. it kind of came out of nowhere. And so all of a sudden I find myself in the hospital with my father watching him flatline. And a lot of things are just crashing in my head because I was, to I was totally unprepared for life without him. And so while, so he was in the hospital for about 10 straight days, flatlined twice. 
and those are very sobering moments in that kind of transferal, oh, yeah. you know, you know, that transferal of, uh, cause I'm the, you know, the, the firstborn. So all mm-hmm. of a sudden in an immigrant family on top of that, so all of a sudden it was kind of like, you are now the, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling the, the shots for my dad who was very patriarchal. Yeah. So yeah. all of a sudden it was just kind of like, man, then for me, it started framing my life. Like, okay, I've done a great, I've done a, I was successful as a record label executive, but there are things that I wanted my dad around for things that I wanted him to see that he still had not seen from me. Yeah. And so with that, I had always been into fitness in terms of exercise, generally speaking amongst my friends and coworkers, I was usually the one who ate the healthiest, even though I wasn't necessarily, I mean, I was known also for loving desserts, you know, and stuff like that. But, but if one person was like gonna eat the salmon instead of the steak, it was me. If one person was gonna forgo rice for broccoli, it was me. If one person was gonna drink juice instead of soda, it was me. So people, and and I always looked in shape because I've been an athlete mm. since I was a kid. So um, that's just a habit for me. It's not even something I think about. Exercise is something I've always done. So yeah. I say all of that to say that um, exercise was nothing new to me. And my dad was even active, you know, he ran, he ran as a man in his sixties more than I do now. You know? Wow. And so, wow. so he ran every day, rain, snow, didn't matter. And I, and he ran long distances. I wasn't about any of that life. So all that said, exercise I already got, but nutrition was something that I thought I understood. But when I was trying to help preserve my dad's life, when it seemed like he was going to get a second shot at living, I just went to his house and did everything I knew to do as a lay person. Got rid of all the salt, got rid of all the sugar before he even came home, just emptied his cupboards and then started, then actually went and took a course on textbook nutrition. Then fast forward just a few weeks or months down the line. Yeah. Um, I'm in the music business. The music business, the sector that I was in was going through a bunch of contraction. I started managing the client I was managing was in between contracts. And all of a sudden I found myself without a source of income. Mm. I had a friend who was a personal trainer and was just like, man, you should be a personal trainer. I mean, you look like one already. You should just do it. <laughs> and I was like, well, if I want to do it, I don't want to be a hack. I want to like, I want I want to be certified and, and certified by a legitimate certification. So it's not so that I can walk in anywhere with confidence and right. backed up by my certification. So we start that as we start that the place that I started training had a very holistic nutritional component to them that was woven into their theory. So it wasn't just about how many pushups could you do? It was, it was really about your nutrition. And I thought I knew nutrition because mm-hmm. again, I had reduced my own cholesterol with my own, you know, layman, you know, attempts eating whole oats and all that jazz. Yeah. And, and I was successful with it, you know, knocked down my cholesterol, avoided, you know, high blood pressure. And, um, but then when I started taking the course, I walked in there so confident and they debunked everything that I thought taught me a whole new way, but the whole new way was still, was based on science and nutrition and nature. And because I'm an immigrant, I've got a ton of people in my family who are doctors and pharmacists and nurses, etc. Yeah. So I've grown up with people who talk about medicine, talk medicine all the time. So I understood how medicine worked. I've worked with them, summer jobs and things of that nature. So I've worked in a pharmacy. I've seen what pharmaceutical objectives were, you know, per condition and per medicine. Yeah. Here I am learning on the, na- on the natural side, how food, real food, that is real whole food. food is actually 
you know, is what equips our body to do this stuff anyway. Yeah. And for me, because I worked in the music business, I was an artist, you know, songwriter, you know, putting lyrics to melody comes natural to me. Mm -hmm. And the same thing applies when it comes to exercise versus uh, nutrition versus Western medicine and pharmaceutical, you know, practice. Yeah. It was easy for me to see the connections and the commonalities and the lowest common denominators in all of those. So once I started training, mm-hmm. synergizing that with exercise, plus, again, like I said, I had a whole lifetime of exercising. So I knew which exercises were more efficient than others. I knew which exercises yeah. seem like a lot of work, but don't get anything done. And so I'm just breaking everything down to its lowest common denominator and just wow. going X plus Y plus Z equals bang. Mm-hmm. You got the and formula. And, but the thing, the, form, the, 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 the missing variable in all of it was that nutrition piece. When I learned about holistic nutrition, that was the amazing, just epif- this epiphany that I had yeah. that has buoyed my whole career as a fitness professional. And I think it's the thing that sets me apart anytime I'm in a forum with other trainers because we can all get in there we can all be buff we can all talk about exercise we get called to speak at panels and everything but as soon as i start talking nutrition and again i come from a background where my family's educated right. i'm educated so so i can from and i'm a communications major so i can mm-hmm. talk so it all just comes together <laughs> where it's just like oh this is how this goes mm-hmm. so i can sit on the table with a phd you know i can sit at yeah. the table with an author and i'm usually the jock you know, I get pulled in as a jock. But once I start talking, they go, oh, this guy, oh, heavy, this guy knows everything. all of it. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what's got me here, man. That's, that's what's got me to this point. And so so the pivot from record label executive <laughs> to, you know, personal trainer for me was very simple because music was, still is like my first love. Um, uh, fitness and nutrition have just been a habit for me, lifelong. But most importantly, my purpose, my purpose in life, I've discovered is to help. Yeah. I'm a problem solver. I'm a helper. So now when I'm armed with this information and I, and I can so easily discern it and I can convey it. Yeah. So when you know something is great, if you, if you just watch some great show on Netflix, the first thing you want to do is tell somebody about it. Right? Exactly. You want to- Here I am just telling people, this is how you do this exercise. This is how you do this. And then all of a sudden they're telling people, if you want to know, you need to talk to that guy. And that just kind of fed itself to the point where all of a sudden, boom, here I am now. And what I love the most about this versus my previous vocation, because again, I still love the music. I still love music business, but yeah. it's very subjective in terms of its evaluation. It's not always a meritocracy. You know, how many no. times do you see, <laughs> we talk about the Grammys, how many times do you see, <laughs> These are the Grammy nominations for best record of the year. And people go, well, that song sucked. You know, who voted for that? You know? And so it's, it's so subjective. One person it might is. say it's great. Enough people say it's good. That's what it is. And then you might say, but I didn't like that album. Whereas, and, and but if you're, if you're uh, earning depends on such subjectivity, it can get crucial. It can get very dicey at times. And so with fitness and nutrition, not only am I helping people, Mm-hmm. which is my vocation, which is my purpose in life, but I have absolute control over it. It is not subjective at all. Yeah. It is not subjective at all. Just a very objective, you know, means and it comes natural to me. So here I am. Dude, that, 
That was very, very powerful. I mean, thank you so much for sharing and going into details onto like why it even why why you were even motivated to go deep into it because it affected somebody very close to you, your father, right? And yes. understanding those basics, understanding those the underlying facts, right? Okay, this food, like because like you mentioned earlier. Our bodies are designed to automatically create the medication, create the cures. Yes. We are self-sufficient. I mean, people didn't have any of these issues like um, millennia ago, right? They didn't have Janae, medication. Listen, right? listen, to your point, seven, I, I want to make sure I get the number right. Close to 70% mm -hmm. of all the diseases that affect us in the Western world, we eat our way to. Yeah. 70%. Man. 70%. 70%. That is nuts when you think about it. Whether it's diabetes, like all these things, we think that we're, we think that, oh, this is hereditary and all this kind of jazz. Mm -hmm. Man, Janae, if you had a twin brother that was born the same time as you, what's your nationality? From Pakistan. Pakistan. So yeah, twin brother, born, born same, same mom, same dad, everything, right? Same exact DNA. Mm -hmm. And your brother was stuck in Pakistan and you're where you are. Yeah. Somewhere in the Western world and you both eat as they eat in Pakistan, eat as they eat in the United States or Canada or wherever yeah. it is. There will be some health issues that you will have that your brother won't even sniff. Yeah. You know, and so we think, oh man, I inherited high blood pressure from my father, mm -hmm. whatever the case may be. What you inherited was grandma's recipes <laughs> that's what got passed down that's true or so if, true. or if you transplanted to another country whatever you inherited mcdonald's not to name Jack mcdonald's but you get what i'm mm -hmm. saying you inherited fast yeah. food processed food you know exactly. uh, uh the additives the steroids that's what you inherited that's what's common that's what's common yeah. between you two because you went back because it happens to me all the time i'll mm -hmm. go traveling I used to love to travel. I mean, I still love to travel, but you know, COVID. COVID. So, <laughs> you know, so traveling, I remember I would go travel and I would just eat. You know, where here I'm minding what I eat and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm on vacation. I'm just going to eat. And I'd come back seven pounds lighter, 2% less body fat, didn't work out a lick. Why? Because the food I was eating down didn't have down wherever I was, Costa mm -hmm. Rica or DR. There was no preservatives. Even if I ate fast food, it had sugar instead of high fructose corn syrup. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yep. just eating better, cleaner food. Absolutely. I'll come back after a week and also my body just says, oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, you're, you're absolutely right. So, so you're mentioning 70% of it is caused by the foods that we eat. Mm -hmm. And 30% is, of course, how you healthily, you know, if you're exercising yeah. or whatnot. Genetic, genetic code. Genetic code and whatnot. I think there's another percentage that we are not accounting for, and that is what our relationship is with people. Mm, um, yeah. If you if you read the book uh, The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, he mentions that they w visited the city in Pennsylvania, and they're like these people are living for really long, like they're living long lives, even though they're eating everything and they're not like prohibiting that they're smoking that but there's they're living longer lives because 
of the level of communication they have with this the second third generation people living in the same home yeah um to that point you know if it wasn't if it was never highlighted more this past year calendar year 2020 all i see all the time on social media mm-hmm. and you know from friends is just people talking about you know, just how stressed out they are. Just, yeah. just everybody's tapped out. Everybody's out there. Their, their nerves end. They're, they, we're getting bombarded with all these, you know, assaulted with all these images of of just behavior that by and large is deemed, at least by the people in my circle and probably mm-hmm. more circles, it's just inappropriate. Just, yeah. it's just, just not cool stuff. So with that said, stress, stress, stress is a killer. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm an egg person more than a chicken person in the sure. sense that's, um, that I really believe in our biology first and foremost. I respect our biology first and foremost. So um, when it comes to us on a cellular level, you know, we have hormones that are are our communicators. Mm-hmm. Hormones are our body's way of creating signals to say swallow, uh, sweat, uh, burn fat, build muscle. You know, and uh, be happy. Yeah. And if we're eating foods that muddy up our liver, which is, which is the communication center of mm-hmm. our hormonal, you know, of our hormones, then, then the body's telling itself to do things that are unclear. We're in fright or we're in flight or fright mode all the time because we just, our adrenaline is running because we just get heated when we're on social media. We get heated when we see something on TV or we just, um, ingest something that just ramps up our adrenaline or our cortisol. And these are all things that our body was geared to, to release these hormones to escape tigers and, and dinosaurs and, 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 and mid, and, you know, in prehistoric times, yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah. those issues now. Mm-hmm. We don't have those, those, those threats now, but we're still programmed that way. So when yeah. the body releases all that cortisol, that affects our that affects us. It affects our mood. It affects our health. It reduces our immune system. So stressing is something that um that definitely will 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 cut your life short quick. You know, stress stress is a killer. Stress it is, is a killer. absolutely. And um and and it, and it and it messes up the very system that keeps you alive, your cardiovascular system. So so you know. Oh, and to that point, you know, we're talking about hacks mm-hmm. and hobbies. One of yeah. my favorite, I've got six like hacks that I just absolutely love. And for anybody that's listening, you know, to the podcast, I really, um, I'll, I want to share with you. I want to share. So let's, if let's you come to um, my Instagram page at Cootie Mac, so that's at K-U-T as in Tom, I M as in Mary, A-C-K, at Cootie Mac and mm-hmm. click the link in my bio. It'll take you straight to my six favorite hacks in terms of stress. Um, the reason why I'm sharing it is because I found myself utilizing the, the very mechanisms that I just kind of came up with. I was like using, using them all the time, like to the point where I'm just wow. reflexively using them, which is great. You literally figure out six ways. I'll show you six ways to de-stress in less than 60 seconds. But I'm sharing that because, again, this is such a stressful year for so many people. And I was using these things so much that I was like, you know what, if I'm using this so much and I'm the trainer, fitness philosopher, glass half full guy, if I'm using them this much, then I know there's somebody else out there that could use it. And and it's part of a program that, you know, I have, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to give this away because absolutely that it's the, it's the first, it's the baseline level. It's the baseline level for us. Yeah. Beautiful. So cutie, before we get it right into it, Give me one quick second. I'm going to take care of my kid. She's screaming. Oh, no problem. Mine does the same thing. No problem.
<laughs> okay. I'll be right back. All right. You probably heard yeah, all the ruckus. I, I got a six-year-old man. She's uh, and she's my biggest <laughs> fan. So she, she, if I would let her, yeah. sitting right beside me. Right um, <laughs> I just, I just got him uh, a transformer, right? Bumblebee, and he wants to transform him. And probably the one that I got is a thirty-nine step, as opposed oh, to wow. ten step, because it's my <laughs> studio version. I was like, um, should have got <laughs> the one with eight steps. Transformers are literally the last great toy of my like, like you know, there's that phase where you um where you're you still think toys are cool, but you don't feel mm -hmm. so cool playing with toys, so you gotta play with them like by yourself in your room. Meanwhile, you're talking about girls and sports <laughs> when you're with your boys. Like that age, uh -huh. Transformers was Transformers yeah. was my last toy in that age. I'll never, I'll always yeah. have a soft spot for Transformers. Oh my God, does they're they just made some of the most amazing looking toys and and like the movies were were pretty yeah. good. Yeah, 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 it was amazing. <laughs> All right, so yeah, perfect. So we talked about your journey. We talked about your motivations on the things that you're doing. And we're just getting into sharing your expertise. So, so you, so you mentioned you had a few few hacks that help people yes. de-stress, and you find yourself yes. using them yes. all my the time. My favorite too. absolute de-stressing hack for free. I'll give you this one. We'll do it together right now. All right. So, what I want you to do is, uh, I want you to inhale as deep as you can through your nose. Seven seconds. Hold for five. Exhale through your mouth for seven seconds. Inhale again, seven seconds, go. Hold for five. Exhale for seven. One more time, inhale. Over five. Exhale for seven. How do you feel? Pretty good, man. Pretty so check good. Check this out. You know, it's even as long as you know, it's even the kids stop. <laughs> you know, you notice that you, you can't write that. You can't make this stuff up. Even the kids stop. So what happens mm -hmm. is oxygen is our primary fuel source. So you can go a couple. You can you can fast for forty days without food. 
Mm-hmm. You can go a couple of days, a day or two without water. It'll be uncomfortable. Yeah. But you can do mm-hmm. it. Go 10 minutes without air. <laughs> How do you think that's going to end? So it's going to end completely. Exactly. Our primary uh-huh. fuel source is oxygen. Anytime you want to heal something, if you, if you get a cut, you can put a Band-Aid on it. But, you know, when you take the Band-Aid off and the air hits it. That's when it starts to heal. Right. Mm-hmm. So blood carries oxygen. Oxygen flows through our body. A lot of times when we're moving around. What you'll find is if you are stressed out, like think about it. When you when you are in distress, mm-hmm. breathing is interrupted. Yep. If you're crying, <laughs> even if you're laughing, mm-hmm. when you're scared, <gasps> your breathing gets cut off, right? Cut off, yeah. But when you you ever watch like a baby sleep and just see how deep they breathe and try to match your child's breath and you can't, you can't breathe as deep as they are? Because that's as relaxed as a human being gets. And when you're sleeping is when your body recovers and changes and regenerates and all the working out you do, all the healing, all the muscle building, that all happens while you sleep, while you rest. So if you start telling your body to move as if it is in absolute comfort, think about when you're sick, your nose gets stopped up, right? That's how you know you're sick. And if you take a cough drop, it clears your nose. All of a sudden you start to feel better immediately, right? The cough is still there. The germs are still there. But all of a sudden... Oh man, I feel great, right? Yeah. Oxygen, Taking man. All that oxygen. oxygen. So you give yourself oxygen, no matter what you're stressed out about, all of a sudden, instead of everything being frantic, it could be like, oh, my kid needs a trans- needs help with this transformer. As opposed to, I'm doing a podcast, don't do this. It's like, it's like calm down, breathe. And also it's like, what do you need, man? Podcast, I got you, relax, <laughs> right? That's my favorite. That's my That's amazing. Favorite. You'll get to a point where you'll realize when you're shallow breathing and you'll just stop and just snap into it mm-hmm. and just do it. And if you do it for like an extent that you can only, it only takes 60 seconds, but if you yeah. do it for like five minutes, oh yeah. my gosh, you start to just get like, <laughs> you just start to become get high. a Jedi. You know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> it is amazing because your brain is just like, thank you. Thank you so much. And all of a sudden, you can process everything. Things that were stressing you out now are just things that just check boxes off. We can just accomplish this. So, so that's, one of, that's one of the six. I, like I said, the other five are there. I'll, 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 I'll leave that as a surprise, but that's my favorite one of the six. So I love that. So we're doing seven, five, seven. Okay. A yep. triangle, seven seconds. right? Yep. Seven, seven seconds, seconds in. in. Hold Four it. Five. Exhale out your mouth for, for seven. Yep. And minimum three times. Minimum two times. So there's also something called box breathing where it's five, 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 where you hold out for five seconds. Mm-hmm. So this is very similar, but instead of a square, you're doing a triangle. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing a triangle. Just, like I'm all about the simplest. Like I said, I'm the lowest common denominator. So why I respect <laughs> the box, but I'm like, you know, just give me three steps. Just give me inhale, hold, three steps. done. Do it yeah. three steps, three times, out of here, 60 seconds, you're done. And once you start knowing that you have command of mm-hmm. your of your being like that, you can tap into it just any time. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. You know, you'd be driving just I mean, there's times I'll be mid-conversation, just mm-hmm. what I was saying was, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just so, bring it back. Bring it yes. back. That's yeah. amazing. I love it. I think other hacks that I'm that I like. Um oh, nutritionally speaking. Nutritionally speaking, one of my favorite hacks is is juicing vegetables. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I say juicing vegetables, the first thing people think of is making smoothies. And I'm like, no, I'm not talking about making smoothies. 
although smoothies are cool, they're great mm-hmm. meal replacements, but I'm talking about juicing vegetables. So you need a juicer. And when you get a juicer, make sure it's a masticating juicer. That means right. it's like a slow grind as opposed to those mm-hmm. things that whirl around really fast. Centrifugal juicers are the ones that were around really fast. Mm-hmm. A masticating juicer is a slow grind, kind of looks like a corkscrew, typically. Mm-hmm. They might be called cold press juicers. Cold so press, what happens okay. is with a juicer, you'll put whatever you're putting, whatever you're juicing in, typically it's fruits or vegetables. I am an advocate of juicing only vegetables. You can eat your fruit. Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, if you want to do something for fun, cool, but if you're actually right. talking about getting nutritionally straight, don't juice, don't add fruit to your, to your mm-hmm. juice because the sugar in your fruit will take over yeah. uh, the nutrition because our bodies are addicted to sugar. So I tell oh, you yeah. all the time, if you have some, if you happen to know somebody who's unfortunately addicted to heroin, right? Mm-hmm. And you give them the most nutritious food ever. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to do this for you, man, because I want you to get better. Yeah. And on top of their salad, you just put a couple bumps of heroin on them. When they eat that salad, they're not going to see vitamin A, B, C, K. They don't mm-hmm. see any of that stuff. What they're going to yeah. see is heroin. Yeah. So when you put sugar in your juice, even if you've got vitamin C and, and all antioxidants and all that stuff from all the vegetables and the fruit, what your body's going to see is sugar. And it's going to go straight for that. So you eat your fruit, have fun, eat your fruit, but juice vegetables, masticating juice or cold pressed juicer. What I want you to do is at least use a cucumber and a dark leafy green. You know, spinach is probably the easiest one. Spinach, cucumber. If you like ginger, throw a little ginger in there. If you're afraid about the taste or whatever, it's not going to taste bad, but if you, if you think it might throw some ginger in there, ginger covers everything or some lime or um, maybe fresh mint leaves, you know, one of those three. And that'll help you as far as making it palatable. And what'll happen is it separates all the fiber in one Mm -hmm. container and all the liquid in the other. So now when you drink this juice, it's uninhibited by fiber. So your body doesn't have to work to metabolize it. Oh, so drink it, it metabolizes in like 15 minutes or less and it goes straight to your bloodstream and it stays. The thing with multivitamins, when you take them, A, you don't know what they're binding it with, the binding agents. So mm-hmm. Some of those binding agents could be petroleum. It could be things that are just not good for your body. Now they're getting a little bit better yeah. with that. There's, there's like vegan, you know, balanced. Mm-hmm. Yep, even with that, stuff, when, yeah. you take a, when you take a, uh, a, a supplement in a pill or a capsule, they're water-soluble. So the second you go urinate and you see your urine looking like fluorescent, whatever, that's your vitamin right there. It's gone. Whereas when you juice, it hits your bloodstream, it sticks. Because the chlorophyll is actually the closest thing to your blood in terms of a, a, a substance that you can ingest. So it melds with your blood immediately. It oxidizes the oxi- oxygen, like we talked about. It boosts all of mm-hmm. that. Like if you want your blood test to look really good, <laughs> just do the hack. You know, you, you got to go through your physical <laughs> for your doctor, man. Juice for like 10 straight days before you go get your blood work done. And if you were to take your blood work before juicing and then after, your doctor would look at you like, what are you doing? Like you, like what a superhero. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing, dude. That when you have pure nutrition in your system, what happens is this: your body has what it needs, so it doesn't worry about the other stuff. The reason why we we think that we're making these mental decisions, these 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 uh, academic decisions, these choices, these Mm -hmm. willpower decisions to eat well or not eat well. But what it is, is our, our bodies are fine-tuned machines that need energy. So if yeah. you don't give it vitamins, minerals, uh, antioxidants, proteins, i.e. nutrition, if you don't give it that, then what's going to happen is it's going to go for the next best thing, the next quickest energy source, because all it needs is energy. 
It just needs energy. Don't take sugar. Sugar. So have, give me like sugar. For instance, have you ever gone to your cupboard or your refrigerator, open it up when you're thinking you're hungry and it's got food in there, but you're like, man, there's nothing to eat in here. You ever done <laughs> that? You want the sugar. Yeah. It's because if you look at what's in there, you will see water as opposed to juice. You will see celery as, a, as opposed to cake. You yeah. will see um, berries as opposed to pineapple, even within the fruit family. Your body mm-hmm. will discern where's the sugar, even within healthy Fast. foods like fruit. And they'll say, okay, yeah. pineapple and grapes got more sugar than, than strawberries and blueberries. So mm-hmm. you'll pick the pineapple. You see what I'm saying? Or even an apple, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but an apple, thankfully, an apple, even though they're high in sugar, the way they're constructed, their fiber doesn't allow your body to extract that sugar quickly. So apples are actually really Ooh. good to eat. That's another hack. Apple great, a day. That's a great, yep, exactly. There was something <laughs> to that. There was something to that. that. So, wow. so that said, um, so that said, juicing covers your basis. Matter of fact, when you get into your juicing habit like routinely, what you'll find is you you'll have to remind yourself to eat sometimes because that craving you won't get anymore. You won't have that craving to just hit you at whatever three in the afternoon or late at night. So will that also help you reduce fat in your body? Oh, for sure. Because here's what happens. Once your body has what it needs. See, so fat is probably the most efficient fuel source on the planet. It's wow. why oil and petroleum are worth so much. Because oil, at the end of the day, is what? Fat. It's fat. Right? So right. it's, it's the, the fat, fat of the earth. Yes, yeah, the fat of the land. So basically, <laughs> what happens is when your body, your body will go for nutrition first. If you can't get nutrition, it'll go for sugar. Mm-hmm. And in case of emergency, it stores fat. But if you keep giving yourself high doses of nutrition straight to the bloodstream, eventually your body's going to say, okay, we can trust you to give us this. So what are we hanging on to this stuff for? Mm-hmm. Now you exercise, you torch that fat. You see what I'm saying? Now you eat fiber, it pushes that fat out of your system, out of your waste system. That's how that works. That's how, the pro- that's how my program gets people where they got to go in the most healthy but efficient way possible. That's so powerful. So all of this conversation around keto and low carb and like there's a ton of different diets, right? And mm-hmm. people are like, oh, juicing this, juicing that. I'm going to do keto. Like my wife's been on keto and she's like working for the longest time to, you know, reduce that fat. And she's yeah. going on intermittent fasting. And I'm like, I don't know. There's, there's, I, I, I didn't see it. So she recently went and saw a holistic health, woman's health doctor. And she's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 you need carbs because she's she's craving carbs carbs at night. She's not being f- feeling fulfilled because mm-hmm. she's fasting and she's, so I'm like, what, like, how do you take that? I'm like, okay, no, you gotta do this way better. Like, okay, so there are, there are things to those things. Again, what I like to do is take the lowest common denominator, the stuff that I know works, mm-hmm. the stuff that I can scientifically back up and the yeah. stuff that it doesn't take a whole bunch of, you know, arithmetic and trig analysis for a client to figure out, mm-hmm. okay? We need energy. The fact is most of us are running around with an abundance of fuel in our body i.e. extra sugar, extra fat. Mm -hmm. So because of that, fasting does have its place. But think about this. Every single night we fast. Yeah, we do. You go to sleep, you don't eat or drink a thing. That's Mm -hmm. why the first meal in your morning is called break fast. Break fast, yep. That's why. That's why the first thing you should do when you wake up is drink some water because you haven't had water in like... (laughs) 
you know, four, six, eight hours. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so to that regard, you're already, we already kind of fast. Now to kickstart your, your program or could kickstart your health issue, your health, um, your fitness journey, you can do stuff like intermittent fasting. But again, for me, what I know is that if you bombard your system with nutrition and fiber, i.e. plants, mm-hmm. I'm not a vegan, but i.e. plants, yeah, juicing, especially if, again, juicing is a hack. I wish there was a way I could encapsulate it into some kind of powder or pill. Many people have tried and they're still mm-hmm. trying. I wish there was a way I could make it more convenient because if I could make mm-hmm. it ultra convenient where you just push this button and you have gotten the benefits of juicing, I'd yeah. be a billionaire. People, like I said, people are trying. People are trying left and right. There's a lot of products out there, but nature is nature is its own defense, man. Besides, right. And if you juice real vegetables two times a day within 90 minutes of waking up and sometime in the afternoon or evening, your body will start to readjust on its own. Wow. And there are other things you could do and I've, and I've got a zillion ways that, that can help you, but I promise mm-hmm. you, if you just walk away from this podcast with that habit, some spinach, some cucumber, a little bit of ginger or mint, eight to 10 ounces, two times a day, 90 minutes in, within 90 minutes of waking up in the morning yeah. before anything else, and sometime in the evening, you will all of a sudden find yourself making the smart decisions. This You'll find yourself opening the that. fridge and going, I've got a piece of cake in there, but you know what? I'll eat it later. Yeah. Everybody's, oh, we're gonna have pizza, da da da. You might start in, go mm, two bites. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Can I get some water and a salad? Also, you just make these decisions because why? Because your body has what it needs. You talk about your wife. You know, like like I remember before I was married. Um, you know, like any you know red blooded dude. It's like you know heterosexual dude that is like you know I see a woman, she's beautiful. It'll get my attention mm-hmm. because I didn't have what fulfilled me then i meet that person i engage with that person mm-hmm. now she'll be the one to say oh that girl over there is pretty and i'll be like who and she'll be like her and i'll be like oh yeah she is and it just why because you I'll already have filled. i already have what i need your body's the same way that's your right body will be like look i've already got nutrition so like i said you might have to remind yourself to eat so so in, in your wife's case you know what happens is what people do, they feel like they have to uh, 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 withhold, withdraw. Hmm. But if you withhold, again, the body's gonna say, okay, give me something. Give me something else. So what I'm happens go- if you don't give it anything, if you're fasting, you're not eating, then what happens is your body needs energy. And all of a sudden when she's putting together your kid's lunch, you know, she might eat some of it, or she might just grab something over here, grab something hmm. over there because, because the body needs energy. So, yeah. and the thing is with vegetables, vegetables have carbs in them. They do. Mm-hmm. It's just the body processes them easy. So much faster. Yeah. So it's not that we, it's not that eating vegetables is a carb less diet. It's just, you're eating the appropriate amount of carbs that your body's designed to eat. Right. But if you don't do that, and if you don't eat, I'm hungry. Like, I, you know, <laughs> I, you know, if you drive your car long enough, it's going to, the, the light's going to come on and say, Hey man, give me some gas. Yep. And our bodies do that all the time. You yeah. know, so we're taxing our body, you know, busy bodies doing all this stuff, multitasking, working, raising kids, doing yeah. all this stuff. And it's like, yo, the body needs energy, man. Even mm-hmm. your cell phone will tell you, you'll be in the middle of conversation. It'll just boop, low battery. It'll tell <laughs> you, like, hey man, 
charge me up. So nutrition is our charge. Nutrition is what we need. And so if you give yourself two, two explicit doses of nutrition, you'll find that making those nutritional decisions in between are way less easier. I mean, way more easy, way less challenging. All right. Way less challenging. Beautiful. So you're reducing the friction. You're reducing friction from your body to absorb this energy. Yep. So you you mentioned cucumbers and spinach. Mm -hmm. What's the sizes or what's the like? So you'd want you'd want minimum ratio. like eight to ten ounces. So that's the extracted part. So how much? Yes, that's, that's the that's the liquid. So how, so like much, how many cucumbers? Yeah, how many cucumbers? How many? You do eight. Oh, great question. When you're juicing spinach, right? You'll put like half a bag of spinach in, and you'll see mm -hmm. like two drops. Yep. <laughs> now I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it, it is kind of jarring how much, how little seems to come out, but those two yeah. drops mean a lot. So what I yeah. do is I'll take a cucumber, I'll quarter it, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. cut it into fourths. I'll put one cucumber in, handful of spinach, another cucumber in, handful of spinach, another cucumber in, handful of spinach, another cucumber, handful of spinach. That usually will get you at least enough for your first serving, if not for two. Okay. Make sure you, 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 um, you, uh, store it in something that doesn't let light in and something that screws tight. Okay. So it doesn't let light in an insulated, an insulated bottle of some sort that doesn't let light in and that screws tight. So that way the, um, it doesn't oxidize so quickly because mm -hmm. just like any plant, you leave a plant out, you, you put a leaf it's out. It's going to oxidize. Yeah. It's going to oxidize. So you want to limit how much it oxidizes, keep it cold. Um, and like I said, do it two times a day. So eight to 10. So like, you, like the bottle I'm holding in my hand right now might be about 20, 24 ounces. If I fill this up, drink half of it in the morning, half of it in the evening, done deal. Wow. So, um, um, and, and you can juice more than that. Of course. But at least do that much. In the very least, at least start your day with it. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you'll get, you'll get it on top of being healthier. You get an energy boost. You'll sleep better. Skin clears up. I mean, like I said, you'll have to remind yourself to eat once you get habitual with it because <laughs> your body will be so satiated that you yeah. just move it. And I still say eat. This is not a meal replacement. Think of right, it as not. an all-natural multivitamin. Mm. You know, because think about it. When you take a multivitamin, they call them what? Supplements, right? Yep. This is supplement. Define the word supplement. Supplements. <laughs> Which you should already have. Primary, exactly. Play, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you don't need supplements if you are getting your nutrition. Mm -hmm. It's really that simple. But there's a whole industry, including medicine. That's just based on the fact that, you know what, we can't trust you to do the right thing in the first place. Yeah. We'll yeah. Give you these pills and these concoctions to supplement what you should be doing. But that's nature's already got that stuff. Yeah. Develop. Wow. I love it, man. Kyoto, you've given some really awesome information and really amazing hacks that our audience can immediately start using and seeing that transform their body immediately. So thank you so much for those and sharing your journey and sharing all the amazing things that you've, you've shared with us. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for I, having me. This is awesome. You're great. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much again. Uh, we do have quick form questions towards okay. the end of the podcast, just so we can attach another level of personalization on who Cutie is. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Chess. Nice. What did you want to be when you were a child? A rock star. Yeah. 
What is your favorite movie or TV show? Huh, movie or TV show. Um, my favorite movie of all time is The Breakfast Club. My favorite TV show right now would probably be the best show I've seen in a while is um, The Queen's Gambit. I was just gonna think. I was just gonna. Yeah, hence, hence the chess habit. Yeah, exactly right. Um, what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh, that's the Bre the Breakfast Club. I'd be Breakfast Jeff Club. character. I'd be I'd be the the, the loser dude. <laughs> awesome, I love it. Who is your favorite superhero? Spider Man. His oh, physique, yes. his physique in cartoon form mm -hmm. is the standard that I try to. Mimic. Like, <laughs> I like, love it. Like Spider-Man, I'm good, strong, but not super buff. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. Last question: If you were a board game, what would it be? Monopoly. Nice, dude. Monopoly is has monopolized all of the board game questions. So, <laughs> awesome. it would never die, man. You know, um, where can my audience find you? They can find me on Instagram at Cootie Mac, K-U-T-I-M-A-C-K. Like I said, click the link in my bio so you can get some my six favorite hacks as far as um, de-stressing. Everybody, everybody needs it this year going into next year. Um, on Facebook, you can find me at BYBD Fitness. Um, if you're interested in, in actually uh, tapping into the program that, I'm, that, I'm, that I have in terms of fitness, nutrition, and just all around information. I have a six-week program called the Six Week Super You. So that's the number sixweeksuperyou.com. You can go there for more information, sign up. Fantastic. Well, Kiri, thank you so much for your time. This was a ton of fun talking to you. Appreciate all the amazing tips and hacks that you've shared with the audience. And we'll look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you so much. I love it, man. Thanks for the opportunity. This was awesome. This was awesome. You're welcome. Have a good one. All right, you too. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today. 